You are listening to the Gen Zen Broadcasting System. Hi, Spots and Cheap Pops. This is the wrestling podcast you need to be listening to. And I am Silicon Steve Valley. I am joined by the Impaler. And we are just hours away from the return of CM Punk to the in-ring performing. We are talking about All Out. And we are talking about our predictions. And this is a highly from our long-form podcast where we do our predictions. So check this out. Again, once again, this is Silicon Steve Valley. And here is High Spots Cheap Pops. All Out Predictions. The big AEW pay-per-view tonight. Impaler has a four-match lead after eight months, so we have four months to go, and I have to I have to gain a, a match a month. <clears throat> this is not going to be easy. Are you ready for your all-out picks of 2021 Impaler? Yes, I am. Let's roll with it. <laughs> all right. We'll start at the bottom. We we want to keep we want to keep you titillated. We want to make sure you guys stay till the end. So we'll get we're gonna titillated is right. It's the word of the day. I just can't help it. I like titties. I like adjectives that have the word tit in it. Titillating. I love using it. (laughs) So (laughs) we so starting at the bottom. We're gonna start with. The 21-woman Casino Battle Royal. And there are rumors that Ruby Riot, formerly known as Ruby Riot, will debut with Ruby Soho. And there's going to be a lot of other women. You got, obviously, Jade Cargill. You have Thunder Rosa. You have the Bunny, Penelope Forty. Pretty much everybody in the women's division is going to be Impaler, who is your pick if Ruby Soho is in this match? Or do you have somebody else in mind? Thunder Rosa. Thunder Rosa. Ooh. I like that. That's who I'm going with. She's, yeah, she's going to go against uh, Britt Baker. They have the built-in feud with the great match. That's where I think they're going to go with that. Even after they got jumped by, by Jade and... Nia, Nyla. Nyla I'm going to pick Jade Cargill. Okay. I heard they're doing a slow burn on her, but it's going to be weird. How are you going to get her out of there? I guess not the team up. Um, they, do, they, they do it before. They can do it. I just don't think they're going to give her a loss. Uh, she'll get screwed out of it somehow. Probably Nyla, Nyla Rose. I'm sure. You know what? You're right. And she'll probably throw 20 people out. She'll probably throw everybody out yeah. except the last person. Exactly. Yeah, she'll get. Yeah, between Vicky and Isla, something will happen, and there'll be beef between those two. Well, I happen to be one of the people who thinks Ruby Soho will win this one, so I'm picking Ruby Riot as a surprise. Or Ruby that? Soho. She's not even in the match. Ruby Soho's not even officially in the match. That's how great Steve Valley is. That's great. So you're gonna take Ruby Soho. Take Ruby Soho. All right, man. That's a good call. <laughs> And how about this? Are you excited? By the way, I wanted to talk about this. Maybe we'll get to it after the after the this, these great picks. But the the absolute shocker of badass Billy Gunn, and to quote Excalibur, his two scumbag children, 
<laughs> yeah, they definitely turned on those guys immediately. And, and by the way, not, they're not affiliated with QT Marshall. Marshall didn't know what the hell was going on. But my question to you is, is there any way in hell QT Marshall, Marshall walks out winning this match? No, right? Um, Come on. He, no, he, he can't. No. But there's going to be, they're definitely going to start some sort of feud between Billy Gunn and Paul White, right? Like, we're going to need an Attitude Era sort of feud that'll put over his sons in the gun club. And what happens, let me ask you, when the gun club feuds with the Bullet Club? Battle of the Clubs. It is the Battle of Firearms. <laughs> Who would win? The Bullet Club or the Gun Club? I don't know. You're nothing without me. Well, you're nothing without me. They should call themselves the NRA. <laughs> I think you're honest. On, I think that would work on SmackDown. I'm not even lying. Uh, I am actually going to go with the big show, the former big show. I'm going to go with Paul White. I think he wins. And I'm hoping it's not a very long match, but I think we'll probably get five minutes. 60-minute and... Iron Man match. And this one I'm looking forward to, even though I don't think Miro has a chance to lose. Miro takes on the Mad King Eddie Kingston, your favorite wrestler. And you know what? Hey, I've been critical. To make I, me laugh over and over every time yes. he references banging Lana. Yeah, it's funny. He's so like pious and religious, and then he brings up his wife, and it's just it's a complete dog. It's a really interesting dynamic for this character. I hope he down sells- for a vengeful God and my wife in a hotel room after a victory. Exactly. <laughs> I absolutely love this what he's doing, and he and the and he's just the presentation is monstrous. Eddie, and it's going to be a good hard hitting match, but there's no way the Mad King wins. This is and they did a pretty good job of throwing this one together at the last minute. A couple of really nice promos this past weekend or this past mm-hmm. Dynamite, but I think we're both on the same page. Miro beats. Eddie Kingston, and and unfortunately, your favorite wrestler will not have a championship. Yeah, no, and I was just about to say, actually, I've been very critical of Kingston, of course, but he's been utilized great of late. This whole role of him, like, sort of like as the the face guy, and they're like, hey, yeah, 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 like it's like, yeah, you're gonna be in a scrap, blah, blah, you know, and it's just he's doing this fine, you know, like um, he's sort of like the 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 lackey, if you will, and. Uh, but yeah, he's gonna get like annihilated by Miro. I think he's gonna be like really hammered through. Like they're gonna get good heat on Miro with this. I think they're gonna get good heat, but I think it's gonna be a competitive match. And I think they already have a story they're gonna tell. Kingston's going after the neck. He's already doing, yo, your neck, bro, your neck, bro. Sounds like yeah, yeah. Vince Russo a little bit, doesn't it? Yeah, you know what? <laughs> he should be managed by him. <laughs> that would be uh, I, that would that'd be too much New York for me in one in one. Yeah, and we're from you know, originally from Jersey, and it's like oh god, relax with this. So, uh, so yeah, I don't think there's a shot in hell that we don't watch Miro walk out. So there's that one, and but I think it's going to be a really entertaining match. And when you're talking about this, you're talking about maybe the least important match on this card right now, and or maybe the the Moxley one. Um, Moxley one for sure. By the way, is a fantastic segue. Moxley takes on 
Japanese legend, even though he's not really in his prime anymore, to be completely honest, if I if I can be honest. And I wouldn't want to be anything but honest with you people, as that's one of the values, the value values. Five of those. <laughs> I want to get his name. And so John Moxley takes on Satoshi Kojima, who hard this is going to be a very good, hard-hitting New Japan style professional wrestling match, which Moxley loves and is very good at. I don't think there's any chance Moxley drops this one. I don't think he would lose to a Japanese wrestler unless it's a big name. So Satoshi is not that name right now. So I don't think there's a chance. It's just a good way to kind of showcase some new, some uh, new Japan type pro wrestling to a new audience. And Moxley does a good job with that style. If you go out and see that his style of wrestling really translates well over to new Japan, I think even more so than it does to AEW style. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Yeah, I'd agree. Yeah, Moxley wins. This is a, I mean, bet the house on it, man. Well, unfortunately, I can't. Vegas doesn't work that way. Oh. AEW Tag Team Championship. The Young Bucks in a steel cage match against the Lucha Brothers. And I just think everything that's going into this, the way they went off, the fact that the Lucha Brothers have consistently been one of the best tag teams in the world for a long time, and they've been there every single solitary week through the pandemic and everything. I think they get their just desserts here. These two are going to throw down, and I think the Lucha Brothers will beat the Young Bucks for the tag team championship. I don't know how long the, the reign is going to be, but I think the Young Bucks do drop the titles here, and it was a hell of a run. But I think Lucha Brothers walk out as your new AEW Tag Team Championships, the most coveted tag team championship in the world of wrestling today. It's a good pick. I mean, um, I think you might be onto something. The only thing that I'm sort of curious about is leading into this match, you had some circumstances with Andrade and Pac. They were supposed to wrestle each other. And there was a phone book sort of contract that was involved with this match. And Chavo said something to the Lucha brothers about you'll never win being connected to him. And now you have the, the situation where that match is not happening. So I wonder if they're going to treat it, man. Like, and, and to me, I was thinking that they might actually consider having Andrade help the Lucha brothers win this thing. But uh, I think you're onto something. And um, yeah, I would say that the Lucha brothers are probably going to win this match. And I think also uh, that'll lead towards them going against Pride and Powerful, which you would have a very like Spanish-centric tag team feud going there, which would probably be pretty interesting with those two crews. Yeah, I. you already heard what my thoughts are. It's kind of bullshit that you didn't get – what, are you going to kill with every pick I did just to keep your lead? Is that how we're going to do this? I convinced um, you to pick the Young Bucks. Everyone heard it. Or if you picked the Lucha Brothers. Everybody heard it. No, I wouldn't say that. That's bullshit. No. You're bagging. You're, you're sandbagging me, motherfucker. I'm not sandbagging you at all. AEW Women's Championship, Dr. Britt. I'm not, I, I'm, I'm not the one who told you to pick Ruby Soho. <laughs> I hope she wins, for Christ's sake. That would, be a, that would be a good do shot want, in the arm. That would be a good shot in the do you arm. Want, do you want me to go and give my prediction on the, whatever next match you want to throw at me? Yeah, we're going to switch first. We're going to switch firsties moving forward. Okay. Dr. Britt Baker, DMD versus Chris Statlin. They have built this up pretty well. Britt Unfortunately, Baker. 
Britt, oh, absolutely. Britt Baker wins this. She's going to have a nice title run here. Uh, but the thing is, Britt Baker is just so over with the crowd, even though she's a heel. She's a scumbag heel. <laughs> like, she's yeah. kind of a piece of shit heel, too. She does whatever the hell. But she's just, she, and I love her. I, I mean that. And by the way, mean that in the sincerest, sincerest, nicest way. I, I, she's my absolute favorite woman, female wrestler right now, and it's not even close. So, and I've been like, and that's been, she's been my pick for a while too, as you know, in Baylor. And by the way, I did want to point out, it's good to see you come around on Eddie Kingston, Brandon, and Brandon Cutler, two guys that I told you, you know what, there's something there if you give them a chance. So I'm happy that. That and you pick the Lucha Brothers. I'm happy that I can inspire you to grow as a wrestling fan. Oh, my God. I wake up every morning and I open my eyes, and that is literally the first thought I have that comes into my mind. I go, thank God Silicon Steve Valley has steered me down this path. When I wake up in the morning, I think barbecue sauce on a girl's pussy. I'm sorry. I just like eating barbecue sauce out of a pussy. I'm just a man. I can't help it. Was that a direct quote? He might have said that, right? I think it was on episode 74 of Grilling JR, but I'll have to ask Conrad Thompson. That, so I believe that was a direct quote. Yes. And then one of the big ones, uh, I would say, what do you, oh, I'm sorry. Did you even pick that match? Oh, yeah. You picked nah, it. I, mean, I was giving you a grand introduction, as only the Silicon One can do. And you just yelled Britt Baker. So I didn't know if you want to expand <laughs> you know what? upon your pick. Yeah, because there's no way Chris Statlander's winning this match. There's like no way. And and then, oh yeah, there you go. Oh, because you can get that over. Like, she's like the worst, man. She's like, I'm not a fan of her at all. Who else? Yeah, you need someone. Point. You need someone to feed to feed the big Baker now until someone else really steps. Oh up. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and she yeah. and look, she busted her ass to get back a lot quicker than thought. A lot of people and people do like Chris Statlander, whether you like it or not. People do. So, yeah, there's people that. Like Eddie Kingston too. Yeah, it's all good. Chris Jericho, MJF. Now we're going to get into the nitty gritty of this pay per view. These are the three big ones in my eyes. Do you want Chris me to go? Jericho with his career on the line against Maxwell Jacob Friedman, arguably one of the most perfect wrestling heels in the history of wrestling. And I defy you to tell me different. Um, this one's tough, but I think MJF does it. And I think Chris Jericho wrestled his last match in AEW, at least for a while. <laughs> okay. And we already said, uh, if he loses, we're going to have a nice Jericho chat next week. And it's going to be amazing. We're going to our top rated shows. It will be. I mean, it will be through the, to the moon for sure. Um, MJF wins, and and you know what? This kind of goes. And back in motherfucker. What? I would have picked first as well if you wanted me to. Um, I don't know why I picked first on the two that I think you might have been on a fence about. God, that is pretty stupid. Because uh, you're playing checkers and I'm playing chess. Possibly. <laughs> yeah. They. Um, the, one of the things I, that sort of stuck out to me, especially like in these uh, shows recently, like if you had Jericho on the show, they don't really mention the inner circle. You had Santana Ortiz out there. They they don't even like bring it up. And I yeah. like I, 
I think there is like they're going to disband, and then Sammy's going to have to make it on his own. Pride and Power Fall going to have to do it as well. I don't know what the hell Jake Hager is going to be up to, but you know, it seems like Jay, it seems like Jericho at the very least is going to be doing his announcing thing and be in a bit of a like hiatus. Yeah, I just think just a lot of the signs. Also, what is Jericho going to do moving forward? With all these new names coming back, and Jericho did exactly what he needed to do for this company. So I think it is Jericho's time. It's kind of he's gonna have a nice carry book. And he is over 50. Is he gonna be that guy? You know, I don't know if Jericho wants to be Ric Flair. Yeah. And he's doing all these crazy matches on his way out. Yeah. It just seems like it's a perfect story. And um, this time the bad guy wins. Then they did. Then we talk about another one of the three big ones that I'm talking about: CM Punk versus Darby Allen. And CM Punk's grand return, first wrestling match since Royal Rumble 2014, when he was eliminated by Corporate Kane and then unceremoniously put through a table so bad he got a staph infection and quit the company and never wrestled again. Kane was brutal. Wow. It's a hell of a history right there, man. Darby Allen. What a great shine, and he has done a beautiful job with it. It continues to build his star power. But even with that and with the Stinger coming and staying home, there is not a way in hell that CM Punk loses this match on his return in Chicago. I'm sure you would agree. Oh, yeah, I 100% agree on that. I mean, that's a uh, – I, I hate the term no-brainer, but, like, that's as easy as it gets to me. Like, in Chicago – that place is going to erupt. It's going to be a great feel-good moment. The match is going to be great because Darby's going to do whatever he can to get a returning CM Punk way over, like, as far as physically. They're going to leave a little doubt that he can still go. And Darby Allen's going to, you know, do this. I've actually thought, I have, I have a theory to throw out there. You know how Dar- uh, CM Punk returned for the first dance? Yes. In Chicago? His first match is going to be at the pay-per-view and all out with Darby Allen in Chicago. Yeah. Whenever, whenever I, I'm going to throw this on the table, whenever CM Punk decides that he's going to be hanging it up, they're going to do it in Chicago and a la Michael Jordan and then in the, in the, in the uh, documentary they did, his final match is going to be called the last dance and it's going to be against Darby Allen and Darby Allen's going to take his career. That would be beautiful. Hopefully we're many, 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 many years away from that, but yeah. that would be beautiful. And it's something that maybe even the back of CM Punk's head, he has already. Yeah. And just, I, I, they're so specific with that first dance thing. I'm like, he, because I, I don't know if you actually watched that last dance uh, documentary about bulls. It's a thing of beauty, man. Just being a sports fan in general, you people should watch that. Seeing the mentality of Michael Jordan. I was intrigued. I was like, totally too much credit. And you know what? He didn't (laughs) like, like he, like Jordan was just incredible in this thing. And I, you could sense like the, the influence that it had on CM Punk. And, and honestly, what I love is with his return, CM Punk's return here too, seeing what an icon he is in the city of Chicago. Yeah. And it's awesome. And it's, it's a beautiful thing because he was in a time of, when WWE, this is all the shit that we were seeing now, is just coming out because now people have a place to go. And wrestlers are making mm-hmm. money all over the world, not just in AEW. Ten years ago, that was not the case, and you needed to play ball in WWE. 
And CM Punk was telling WWE how real professional wrestling fans feel. That's what made CM Punk such a legend. It wasn't the straight-edge society, which was great, or anything he did prior. It was the way he stuck up. He was literally the voice of the voiceless. And again, like I said before, those pro- those promos in the summer of 2011 were absolutely prophetic to what we are seeing today. Yep. And he wins, and he and it's the question is: Is he going to be a game changing star? Where he really he's the guy that after all the new people come in, is he going to be the guy that you can strap your rocket to? And can he take this brand into the next century? I don't know. I don't know if he is that guy. A lot of people don't think he is. But he's going to get a shot. He's going to get a shot in AEW. That's for darn sure. Then the PS de la Resistance. I don't know about this. I know Kenny's going to win this match. Kenny Omega defends the AEW World Championship against Christian Cage. And especially, I mean, I didn't think he was ever going to win, win this match anyway, Christian Cage. But certainly not after he took the, the, the Impact Championship. So, yeah. Is there anything you're looking for? So we both picked Kenny Omega there. I think it's going to be a good match, but Kenny wins. One wing angel. Thank you for playing, right? Yeah, I, I think Kenny wins. I think what's going to happen here is uh, uh, the return of Daniel Bryan. Is it going to be Daniel Bryan or is it going to be Adam Cole? That's a good call. Um, I, I'm, I'm reading that they're trying to go and, and – um, Enhance and, and like advance Daniel Bryan's return quickly. So it could very well be Adam Cole, which would be great. And you know, I, I think would be awesome. I don't know which would be better, but like if Bri- Daniel Bryan comes out there to go and I don't know, maybe save Christian Cage from getting annihilated, like they did at the end of the uh, uh, which McCall um, at the end of the Dynamite. Yeah. Because they're de- they're definitely prefacing something there, you know, like as if he's trying to hurt another champion. So yeah, either Cole or, or I mean, the place is going to go crazy for either. Absolutely. What's the better moment? Oh man, and you know what? It's difficult to say because you're going to have the greatest moment ever occur with CM Punk winning. That's gonna be a great. And, like they're gonna tell. So like, how, like, like, how do you book this? Do you, are you putting on Punk before the championship match? I think you have to keep the championship at the top of the card. I think yeah. I really do. If you want to keep it true to the sport, I think that's what you do. Now, I think that's what Tony is gonna do because mm-hmm. he doesn't want to give. And I actually, frankly, I don't know if CM Punk would want to go on last. A, it's a lot more pressure, and he's already nervous as shit. I mean, this is the first time he's going to have a professional wrestling match on television in front of millions of people in a very long time. He's going up against a kid who is young. He's very unorthodox. I mean, you're going to have to really – It's. I wouldn't suggest Darby Allen's a real easy guy to have your first match back with. Even though he's phenomenal and he's great. But I would suggest that Darby Allen, because of his style, and how, how do you take that dive? CM Punk even asked, like, I don't even know how I don't even know how you would take that. I, I don't want to get with that. It's like a missile. <laughs> it's me. And so so you definitely have to put Kenny on last. And I think you're gonna have the big surprise at the end of the night. And that's when you see Adam Cole show up. And I think it will be Adam Cole because the reason I think Adam Cole 
we, we know it's going to be one or the other. You, is do you want to make this a little pick too? Nah, not really. Oh, you son of a sandbagging motherfucker! All right, so I believe it's going to be Adam Cole after Kenny Omega. Because don't forget, if you remember, and if anyone remembers, this is very key. This is important. And I know you could say, well, Kenny and Brian and Brian Danielson have history too. No. Adam Cole left the elite, was kicked out of the elite by Kenny Omega. They never faced each other, ever faced each other. There was never a blow-off with Kenny and Adam Cole. Right. The blow-off was with the Young Bucks. And then Adam Cole obviously went to NXT and then became one of the most, actually the most successful NXT champion in terms of days champion, longest-running champion ever. Yep. So Adam Cole is a major player. He's beloved by everybody in within the company. He hangs out with them every New Year's Eve, the last two New Year's Eves. And he has a built-in storyline. And they poisoned him and killed him off. I think Adam Cole it would be the better moment in that moment because I think Daniel Bryan maybe should get his own moment at a la get him on a, on a dynamite by or a CM Punk kind of vibe on a ramp. Yeah. Maybe do another rampage. Make rampage the show that you don't know when any everything's going to happen. Yeah, it'll bring a lot of eyes on a Friday night, man. Yes, but it's pretty. It's it's going to be pretty incredible. It might be historic, but yes, the big ones that we we're going to talk about that were surprises. We we do think MJF beats Jericho, and we both think that the Lucha Brothers walk out as the new AEW Tag Team Champions. I think the Bucks would get it back relatively quickly, though, within a month or two, though. I don't know how long this title reign would be. Let me ask you this question, because you, you are definitely a uh, Bullet Club aficionado. If the Bucks lose the titles and lose some of their luster, for instance, and Adam Cole returns, do you think they stick with Kenny Omega or perhaps and uh, align themselves with Adam Cole. No, they are 100% to Kenny Omega, and they actually are the okay. ones who poisoned Adam Cole. But you know, oh, so that's, there's bad blood. Yeah, they were the ones who actually did the poisoning. It was Kenny's idea, but they did. They followed out the rules. So nice. And they, so this is definitely Adam Cole coming back as a babyface for sure. Is there anybody there that you would align with Adam Cole? Not right away. I think I think he's got to do this on his own initially. Look, he just was in a faction for a while, but eventually, yeah, maybe. You know what? Bring back Bobby saying, Fish. Like, bring back Bobby Fish and put him with. You know, there, um, if there was a couple people, Kazarian. Kazarian would be the first guy that would come to mind. But he's a little I would like older. That. I don't know if he wants to play second fiddle. Kazarian could do his own thing right now too. Let him have a shot as good. Let him have a decent singles run. Um. Yeah, I'm not sure, man. I have to to be completely honest with you. Not sure I would put anybody with Adam Cole right now. Um, but if you were going to be eventual about it, I'm trying to think of a tag team, best friends, but you might not like them. Might be too goofy. Yeah. If he turn heel, obviously not including Orange Cassidy, turn heel on Orange Cassidy and join Adam Cole. Well, I mean, but Adam Cole is going to be the face in this thing, right? Right. Initially, absolutely. He's coming back to challenge Kenny. And then he's going to yeah. lose to Kenny. Probably at full gear. But I wow. did notice, though, AEW has done a good job of making sure, even if there are new faces and big names, 
They got to work for it. No one's getting a title shot because you could have easily put CM Punk and Kenny Omega in the title picture right now. Easily. You could have definitely made that match if you knew this was coming, but they decided against it. They're going to do a slow burn and they made Christian Cage earn it, who's undefeated in AEW. They always talk about that. And, and that's another thing. AEW is such a good job of treating this like a sport. In fact, so much so, Orange Cassidy wins a match in the middle of a, and right in the middle of the break. And then you saw the. I was going to ask you about that. Yeah, but like, you know what? Do you think that was a mistake or what? If it wasn't a mistake, it was brilliant. If it was a mistake, it was weird. But I think it adds to the live show and it adds to the sport act of it. I mean, honestly, if you went and JR has said this, so this is not a complete thing where this might not be the case. But JR said it, said it in his podcast. He's like, I don't know, you go to a break during a match. Well, I mean, well, obviously, it's, you know, he, he talks. And he's like, well, I, I, well, then obviously the match isn't going to win. The match isn't going to end when you're on break. I mean, how realistic is that? I can't help it. I like when a girl puts nipple clamps right on top of my nips and then snatches the cane right to the bottom of my testicles. I can't help it. I'm sorry. I'm a man. That's what I do. Does JR like does JR like that or do you like that? It was JR, clearly. Oh, okay. I just want to be clear about this. Well, obviously. Okay. So I think it's going to be a big pay-per-view, but I don't think there's going to be many surprises in terms of the finishes. Um but that's, you know, that's that's not a bad thing. But you're going to see some stories told, and you're going to see some other stories build, and probably new stories begin. And I think Adam Cole is a great job of that would be big. And to hear the Chicago crowd go, Adam Cole, you missed your spot. So that's great, cool. Now, I mean, you, you nailed the first couple in the beginning of the show, and then here we go. So... <laughs> So exciting times ahead. We have SmackDown tomorrow night, and we have Roman taking on Finn Balor. Roman's, Roman's going to win, and I have no idea, nor really have as much interest in what actually will be happening other than that on SmackDown. Rampage, what's the big thing happening here? Uh, Darby Allen against Daniel Garcia with CM Punk on the microphone doing commentary. Ooh, that sounds sexy. Yeah, he's definitely going to get involved in the ring again. Um, what else is going on? You know what? Dynamite, I'm sorry, Rampage is going to be an hour and a half, right? Well, they're doing an hour, and then they're doing a half-hour countdown to All Out. And by the gotcha. way, folks, make sure you're checking us out on our YouTube feed and Facebook feed. We're going to be doing the first-ever watch-along of a pay-per-view. You are welcome to join the Impaler, if that's possible. But we're going to be doing it, and we're going to be responding and seeing what uh, we're going to try it. See, take it out for a spin. We had some fun with it during the Nia Jack Charlotte Flair match, as you can imagine. We had a yes. ton of fun with that. And that's what imagining... we're going to do. We're going to do watch-alongs of really bad WWE matches. It's pretty much a new thing we're going to do. So there's there's going to be plenty of material. <laughs> there is no shortage of that in the world of WWE for sure. You know what you got to do is uh, we got to do a watch along of that red velvet match that she had against uh, Britt Baker's uh, henchman. Oh my god! I didn't. That match was not good at all. Bad. It's bad. 
But I mean, they're not Charlotte Flair and Nia Jax. <laughs> I'm not going to compare Jamie Hayter to, to Charlotte Flair. Yeah. Are you like um, the, I don't even know her name? Are you how familiar are you with that girl? Jamie Hayter. Yeah. I am fairly familiar. She was signed originally to AEW in the beginning. She had some issues with her visa and such. Uh, she's, I don't know her all that well. She's big and she can cut a promo. That's pretty much all I know about her. So I don't know a ton about her, just of what I've heard from AEW. Yeah, like when she came out for the first time, she had like the, the hooded sweatshirt or whatever on. And it was like she took it off. And I felt like I'm like, nobody knows who the hell this girl is. Yeah, I think they thought it was going to be a bigger deal than it was. It clearly did not go over well with the crowd. Nah, not at all. I, was like, I didn't I was know asking. It until Excalibur told me. Yeah, true. That's Jamie Hayter! <laughs> you know what? I'll tell you one thing about Jamie Hayter. I would definitely... I'm beating that into the ground here tonight. Are you excited for All Out? Are you going to be getting this pay-per-view All Out? Nah, no. All right, so I will give you a full report <laughs> next week on this amazing event. We are going to watch it. We are excited. We Don't forget, we're going to be on location September 22nd, Arthur Ashe Stadium, AEW Dynamite, in their Grand Slam event. We're excited to see that. Can't Absolutely. Wait Absolutely can't wait for that. And any th- parting shots here in Palo? What do you got for me now? We're about to say goodbye. Your thoughts about AEW all out, everything going on in the world of professional wrestling. And is there a possibility we'll see Brian Danielson and Adam Cole? I don't know, man. And that's the cool thing about what's going on right now is because it's an exciting time where Tony Khan is taking positive steps. And the people that he's bringing in can help shape this show into something even better than it already is. And we can see this progress and you almost feel it immediately. The, the CM Punk segments, especially. So yeah, we're on, on the way to get something really cool here. And uh, if Adam Cole shows up, man, that is going to be really special because he can cut a hell of a promo. And uh, my God, man, I, I would love to just see a promo dueling promos between Adam Cole, baby. And, um, and CM Punk and just, it's almost like they should call it the exit interview and just talk about what it was like working at WWE like eight years ago versus just even a few months ago or within a few weeks ago. So I don't, yeah, think, Adam Cole's gonna look, I don't think Adam Cole's going to look too sadly about his WWE career because he never got called up to the main roster and was never wasted. He never had to really flounder. He's always was, has been he, given something to sink his teeth into. <laughs> But he was on the verge, if he wanted to, say. If he went and met with Vince, they talked money. Vince probably offered what he felt comfortable. And Adam Cole, baby, was like, I'm out, man. You're going to ruin me. You're going to ruin me like everybody else. Yeah, why would you stay there? Your your friends are over in the other one. I I didn't think it was ever a slam dunk. Once I knew his contract was up soon, I knew he was going to be gone. I, I, I called it two years ago, I believe. And I think you were even kind of saying you don't think so because he loves what's going on in NXT. And I said, okay, but WWE is going to WWE. Just another, another one of those things where 
I feel bad. I mean, you you spend so much time loving that brand, and then it just destroy right in front of you with finger painting and weird colors and giant men who don't even know what professional wrestling is. You feel bad for me, huh? It's kind of like when I felt bad for you when that ring didn't explode. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, yeah, that was a bummer. Yeah. And that's why I think we didn't really, we weren't too high on Kenny's reign because he really, and that was such a good match other than that. That's the funny part. They, what they had to do in that match. 69 we done. <laughs> that's what they had to do. Oh, that was so great. I am absolutely, yeah, so. I am super stoked. AEW continues to grow every single solitary week in terms of interest, in terms of what they're building. Obviously not listenership. Dude. And, and and you know what? Like they're expanding the brand with CM Punk because here he's on the show heels and he's been doing publicity. Like I think he was on WFAN today. Oh no, he he has always wanted to be the guy. This is yeah. one thing AEW is getting him have. CM Punk never felt like WWE gave him a fair shot and a fair opportunity to be the guy. They never thought he had it in him. They never even tried. He right. cut a promo. That changed the game to where he had to give, he actually had to pay the guy more money. Kept around for a little while. Yep. Then he was gone and now he's back. But this guy has always wanted to be the best, always wanted to be a big draw and always wanted to help get other people over. And now he gets to be John Cena. And I don't mean that in a bad way. He gets to be John Cena in a good way. Yeah. He, he, he could be the guy, absolutely, man. And that's the thing. It's like he's a great, um, how can I put this, individual to sort of put in front of the company in terms of media and interviews. And it just, and it's great too. Okay, you get past uh, the tattoos and all the preconceived things that some people might have with that. And then you realize, oh, wait a second, he's a straight edge guy. So he doesn't drink or do drugs. And, He's really eloquent the way he speaks, and it's just a very natural way to connect to everybody. And it's like hard not to like the guy. So it's as good as it gets for them. And they're using great. Yeah, they're gonna let him go. And and he has he probably knowing what I know about CM Punk, he probably has at least the next six months to eight months of television written for himself. He probably did it with Tony, and they're like, all right, we're on board. I mean, they probably, I, I really do believe this. They have stories told for at least a year or two to come for a lot of different guys. And it's just really cool to see this, and we're seeing it all. And I want to, it's kind of like you want to binge watch it, but they do it live for you every week. So it's yeah. really an exciting time, and I, I could not be happier with AEW right now. And I'm looking forward to seeing Adam Cole this Sunday at All Out. Hey, man.